Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Oh! <laughs> Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants! Absorbent and yellow and porous is he? SpongeBob SquarePants! If nautical nonsense be something you wish, SpongeBob SquarePants! Then drop on the deck and flop like a fish! Couch Potatoes, welcome back to Season 2 of Rabbit Ears. I have got a good friend of mine, Mr. Dan Brinnick, on to discuss the show that he has been hounding me for how long now, Dan, to do this show? Uh, at least since the inception of your show. <laughs> He's been begging me to do an episode on SpongeBob SquarePants, otherwise known as... Spring Boob SquarePants. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Spring Boob SquarePants stole my idea. What is this idea, Dan? What idea did the- he steal? Yeah, he didn't steal uh, life-size Krabby Patty replicas of Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. <laughs> that is not what you told me the idea was before. You said it oh. was jellyfishing. Oh, no. It was, no, it was life-size replicas of... Re- life-size Krabby Patty replicas of Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. That is what it's actually from. Jesus fucking Christ. Yes, I have an encyclopedic knowledge of this show, and it's a problem. Or is it? I don't know. It depends on your where you stand on either side of the fence. Um, before we jump into SpongeBob, I'm going to let our listeners get to know you a little bit if they don't already. So why don't we start off and let you tell them a little bit about the podcast that you have. And then after that, you can tell us a little about the TV shows that you grew up on and that you love currently. All right. So I'm from the Netflix and Swill podcast. We basically cover everything Netflix news, reviews, and booze related. And most of the time that revolves around reviews for shows or Big news items like certain stars who have sex scandals that involve their shows with Netflix. I refuse to say his name because fuck him. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, uh, I, I do that with Caleb, who has already been on the show. He did the Shin-Chan episode, and I, I'm sure only like four people understood what Shin-Chan was. But, but you're I the one still... white guy that likes anime, so it was perfect. Yes. You're the one. Uh, I, I am a beautiful unicorn, <laughs> and you can't stop me. Oh, God, heaven help us all. All right. Well, tell me, what what were the shows that you grew up on? I know that you tell me a lot of times that you grew up watching TV. So tell me a little bit about the ones that you grew up on and then stuff that you're currently enjoying that's not necessarily for your job. Uh, Well, that's almost very little then of current stuff because I barely watch anything that isn't on Netflix. As a kid, was a skid, no one knew me by name, crashed my own house party because no one came. That is a Sum 41 reference. For everybody who doesn't know, this is already off the rails. <laughs> For anybody who didn't already know, Dan's a huge fan of pop punk. Oh my god. Uh, Ca- Caleb has been extremely mad at me the two times that I- I've edited the show previously. Because I've always thrown in pop punk music. And he's just like, if you do pop punk music again, I'm quitting the show. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And then I put in pop punk music again. And he's just, he doesn't he doesn't follow through. So he's a big namby-pamby. But as a child, I watched, let's see, the first show I really remember watching would be Power Rangers, which you have (laughs) made me revisit, and I can tell you right now, I watched, I tried to watch episodes previously of Power Rangers, and dear fucking lord, are they bad. Like, I know people who hate the Power Rangers movie, because it's like, this doesn't feel like the Power Rangers show, and I'm like, good, 
because <laughs> the show is garbage. I, I like I love the the nostalgia feel I get from that show, but that show is garbo. After that, it was basically watching Kids WB on Saturday mornings and Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network during the week and week week nights and weekend nights. I would watch Toonami all the time, so there's a lot of Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho, Yu Gi Oh, Pokemon. You know, a lot of the kids shows from the early 2000s. Uh, hey Arnold, Barely Odd Parents, the show we're talking about right now, Angry Beavers. And then as I started getting older, I uh, my dad stopped caring so much about my brother and I watching professional wrestling. So we'd watch professional wrestling. Also, in between like the, the times where he didn't want us to watch professional wrestling, he'd have band practice. So whichever night he didn't have band practice on, there'd be a night the wrestling was on. So we'd watch that show. So for a while, I was watching Raw. And then like he'd move to like a Monday practice. And then we'd have to watch SmackDown on Thursdays. <laughs> and then it would flip and fl- it flip-flop back and forth. Uh, we'd watch it in their room, and fortunately, like for especially for Raw, Raw was easy. It was like, all right, I can go up two channels on their show or on the on the TV because and pretend Raw like they're was, not watching it, right? So, <laughs> uh, well, because he'd also hit the last button, so you would, so like because we didn't want to remember what channels he was already watching, we'd just go up two channels, which would be, uh, so USA would be twenty five, so we'd get so twenty six was Nickelodeon and twenty seven was ESPN. And all three of those channels were something we could watch. So it seemed plausible that we were watching something on one of those channels at any time. So, yeah. Uh, Eventually, I got into Lost. I got into 24, both with my dad. Yeah, I know your feelings on Lost. You're an idiot. And then when I went off to college, I never watched TV again. I pretty much stopped watching TV uh, because that was also around the time of the writer's strike. Just like I don't have time to watch TV and all this shit, so I kind of fell out of TV for about eight years. Because mm-hmm. I and then once I started doing the show again, it was like I did serialized stuff. So that's my long history of television. What shows do you have on your need to watch list or your want to watch list that you've never you haven't gotten around to yet? None of them because Golden like, Girls. I, I don't know. God, you need to watch uh, it. It's so good. So, like, here are the shows that I missed. I missed the ending of Lost. Uh, you didn't I miss basically, anything. I stopped watching after three seasons because that's around. Oh, the that's why happened. you like it. What? That's yeah. why you like Lost because it fucking sucks after that. Okay. I, I mean, probably, but I never watched Breaking Bad. <gasps> I never watched Mad Men. I never watched Game of Thrones. I saw the first season of Walking Dead and refused to watch anymore after like four episodes on the farm. Uh, basically, whatever TV show you currently like, I probably hate it. Or haven't seen it, so... I can't believe you haven't seen Shrug. Breaking Bad. Actually, the, the one of the few, like, quote-unquote modern shows that I've seen is The Office. And that was your first fucking episode, and I was so mad that you started with the best show of all time. And Sorry. I don't care what everyone says about fucking Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones and all this other shit. The Office is the best goddamn television show on television ever because of one simple episode. Which one? Scott Stotts. No, that's not my favorite episode. Damn, I was that hoping is, we'd have the same one. That's no, that's 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 it's one of the few comedy acting performances that actually makes me feel because Steve Carell is the master of cringe, and oh, yeah. I cringe so hard. Like I don't react. I don't normally react to what's happening in fictional stuff. Like I'm like, ooh, like that looked like it hurt. Like if someone gets like nailed, but like it's a CGI person or shit like that. But like I don't. 
elicit emotions like sadness or anger unless like something is like horribly bad but like i don't elicit like a cringe response unless steve carell is being steve carell and he was at his cringiest in scott's dots yeah no that that that's not my my favorite's when he burns his foot on the foreman grill Oh, is there anything you weren't allowed to watch? Watch we talked about the wrestling stuff. Anything else that you weren't allowed to watch? Yeah, it was, it was basically wrestling. Okay. Uh, actually, I think we weren't allowed to watch Boy Meets World for some reason. Because Sean was a bad influence. Maybe I don't know. I I guess my parents just weren't interested in you know actually being parents, so they just were like, just don't watch this show. We don't feel like explaining anything to you, so. Eh. That's a weird know. one to be banned from watching. I don't know. I I could be misremembering that. I very vividly remember my mom just being like, you're not allowed to watch Boy Meets World. And I don't remember what happened. Oh, like, you I know feel what? Like we, she like... didn't want your sexual awakening to happen when you saw Topanga. All right, on that awkward as fuck note, we're going to go ahead and break for a Podfix promo. And when we come back, we're going to talk about SpongeBob SquarePants and all of his misadventures is the nicest way I can say that. Uh, he- hello, we're from Netflix and Swill Podcast. Let me review Netflix shows for you, please. It would mean so much to me if you let me review Netflix for you. Somebody's got to review them. Why can't it be me? Come on, let the boy review Netflix shows for you. Hi, hello. Are you good? Uh, Good. Let me drink crappy alcohol and make jokes for you. I'm already going to be reviewing Netflix for you. Just say yes to me drinking crappy alcohol. Honestly and sincerely, I'd like to make jokes for you to laugh at. He's a good, hard-working boy. Let him drink some beer and make jokes. Please don't make me watch the one-star movies. He's a nice boy! Watch your own damn shitty movies! For God's sake! Download Netflix and Swill, please. I'll put all our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. Please download our episodes. I already started watching the one-star movies. If you didn't want to listen to our show, why'd you let me watch the one-star movies? Can we stop this cruel game and allow the boy to keep one shred of dignity? For God's sake! I can't stand to see him in all this pain! So just listen to Netflix and Swill! For the love of God, let the boy review Netflix for you! Let's gather around the campfire and sing our campfire song. Our C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. And if you don't think that we can sing it faster, then you're wrong. But it'll help if you just sing along. Bum, bum, bum. C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. We're going to talk about SpongeBob SquarePants, but before we do, we're going to take a trip back to 1999, and yes, Winters, I stole this fucking idea from you. Screw off. I don't care. I enjoy it. Zero party over time. Alright, so in nineteen ninety nine the TV shows that premiered alongside of this was The Sopranos, Family Guy, Futurama, Freaks and Geeks, Law and Order SVU, Angel, Roswell, and the West Wing. Why the fuck is Law and Order SVU still on? Jesus Christ. Right? I mean SpongeBob is technically still on. We should go ahead and address that shit. Well SVU has like Far more seasons. Also, SpongeBob Tech, like, and this is why I told you to only watch up to season three, because SpongeBob technically ended after the third season, because after the third season was the movie, and then they, like, the creator left, 
So in reality, that is when the show ended was after the after the movie. In on a technicality, boom. I'll fucking take it. That said, I still watched it. I didn't know back then, but you can you can clearly see a quality dip once you get into season four. And yeah, further. Yeah, you can. Movies that came out that year, Ten Things I Hate About You. Good movie. American Pie, which Good movie. has your favorite soundtrack ever. Yes, it does. Also, they show up in the uh, Blink-182, who's my favorite band of all time, shows up as one of the garage band. Or is that the second one? That's the second one. That is the second one. Also, uh, also the funny thing about the funny thing about that is they tra- they credit Travis Barker as Blink One Eighty Two's original drummer because Travis Barker wasn't Blink One Eighty Two's original drummer. I can't remember what the hell his name is. It's like Scott something, but they credited him in the movie as Scott something, and I'm just like, oh wow, uh, okay, that's awkward. My favorite movie came out this year, Boondock Saints. Oh God. You don't like Boondock Saints? No, I like it. It's just like everybody. It's like Donnie Darko, where it's like it's getting to that point with Donnie Darko, where like everyone's like, like when I got to college and people were like talking about their favorite movies, the Boondock Saints was one of the group's favorite movies. That's and your fucking area. That's not down here. Nobody that, down here knows what it is. That was like every day was like a boot another Boondock Saints quote, and I'm just like, holy fuck! Like it's how some people feel about Rick and Morty. Like, and all the people quoting Rick and Morty, that's how I thought about Boondock Saints. Anyways. I like the movie. Good movie. Shut the fuck up about it, please. <laughs> the Phantom Menace, another hot pile of garbage came out that year. I have that uh, on VHS. <laughs> Do you have that on VHS? I have it on VHS. I, I don't know VHS. why. I don't know why we ever got that. Because, like, I watched it. Even back then, I was like, I, I don't think I had watched any Star Wars movies up to that point, so I watched that. Like, that was my first exposure to Star Wars because no one cared in my house. So I watched that, and I'm just like, this sucks. So I guess that influenced my opinion on, on Star Wars. I don't give a fuck about Star Wars. Sorry. Sorry if I lose Star Wars fans. I don't like it. Star Wars is fine. I don't care. I, I haven't been able to make it through a single movie. Really? I care. Huh. Yeah. All right, this is my favorite Wait, part. What? Actually, you know what? I'm going to get dark first. You want to get dark? Sure. Because the fucking like, current events or shit that happened in 1999, is, it's, a, it's intense. So we'll get the light stuff out of the way. The whole like fucking pop music explosion shit happened where Britney and Christina came out, and then it was NSYNC and Backstreet Boys in 98 Degrees. The euro was introduced as a currency. The F5 tornado hits Oklahoma City. The Category 4 Hurricane Floyd hits North Carolina. Uh, Clinton was impeached and then acquitted. Dr. Kevorkian was sentenced. The Columbine shooting happened. What? That was 1999? Y2- yes, and then Y2K panic happened. I, I could have sworn that happened was like mid-90s. I don't know why. No, it was 99, so that was a fucking intense year. That is a, that's a very intense year. That's a lot, right? Also, MySpace, Napster, and Bluetooth were introduced. I mean, one of those is still around and used. <laughs> yeah, the other two... God, no. Uh, the songs that were big that year were Livin' La Vida Loca, uh, Baby One More Time, Genie in a Bottle, <laughs> Back That Ass Up, Hard Knock Life, Kid Rock's Ball with the Ball, Oh my uh, God. Free Fly for a White Guy, and Nookie, and Wild Wild West. Also, the best album of all time, Blink-182. What, the Nookie album? No, no, oh. Blink-182's Enema of the State. Yeah, no, they had, had some big songs this year. It was um, the Small Things song and something all, else. All the Small Things and What's My Age Again. Don't yep. just d- don't even don't even guess. Just ask me and I can help you. I remember watching those videos on TRL. So also, Adam's song, but I think that didn't become a single until 2000. But that was released on that album. You know everything. I do. About Blink-182? Yes. 
and SpongeBob, which we are now going to jump into. Are you ready? No. Mr. Brennick? No. You've been waiting for two and a half months for this. I have, and now I'm really disappointed. Cause Why? Because I, I know how you're. I know how you're going to react, and I'm going to hate you. You don't actually know. I like. I've. I've been trying to keep you on your toes and keep you guessing, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> am I going to shit on your day, or am I going to make you happy? I have no idea. I mean, I have an idea. You have no idea. For those of you who don't know, SpongeBob SquarePants was a Nickelodeon show. The tagline on IMDb: It's the misadventures of a talking sea sponge who works at a fast food restaurant, attends boating school, and lives in an underwater pineapple. Stars Tom Kitty as SpongeBob, Roger Bumpus as Squidward, Bill, how do you say his last name? F- Faggerback? Who? That sounds bad. Whoever, who does Patrick's voice? I don't, I don't know. Everyone can do. Uh, everyone, I'm going to teach you how to do the Patrick voice really quickly. First, speak as slow as possible. Second of all, get really deep. Well, hey, Ashley, how are you doing? That's cool. I, Mr. Lawrence says the plankton voice. Do you want to try that one? He said you do plankton. Uh, I can do plankton, <laughs> but I can't do it without yelling. Then don't do it. Never right, mind. which is why I'm not doing it. So why don't you tell me why you love this show so much? No, it's it's the dumbest show I've ever seen on television. Okay. There, it, nothing about it is sensical, but everything about it is entertaining. The the shit that gets me is the underwater like illogical running yeah. gags like how they have fire and they like make note and reference to it which i appreciate like calling it out but like when there was an episode we were watching the other day when they're going up on land and trying to you know test out how long they can sit there and he gives him a he sponge a glass of water before he goes up like here you're gonna need all this you can take i'm like what the fuck <laughs> i laughed my ass off you you're you we were skyping together and i'm laughing my ass off at that because that's just so stupid it is so stupid my favorite might be actually whenever Sandy's hibernating and it's snowing in her um mm-hmm. in her tree dome and they get to, they they're able to take off their water helmets because you know Snow. that makes sense it it doesn't but it make I guess it makes sense to somebody somewhere It kind of does cuz if the snow's hitting them and melting on them it's re- replenishing but, their water but, source But but notice halfway through that episode it stops snowing All right I'm going to tell everybody this is my sister used to watch Spongebob back in the day, and so I caught, like, maybe one or two episodes and never really got, like, I thought it was entertaining, but I didn't watch it. I've watched over 60 episodes in the past two weeks for the show. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. I mean, I'm not gonna, I don't hate the show. Okay. I really, I truly don't. However, I, I feel like it's better for me as, like, a background show where you don't have to pay attention to it and it can be on and you hear something like, is mayonnaise an instrument? And it kind of catches your attention. Like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> that... <laughs> what? <laughs> However, there's there's some of the shit in this that pisses me off. Like, Patchy the Pirate can go fucking die in a dumpster fire. I that... really hate him. No. So, so Patchy the Pirate is, voiced by Tom, is done by Tom Kenny, who is the voice of SpongeBob. And when you watch it as an adult, you're just like, this is kind of creepy. This is like a 30-year-old man who is, like, the world's biggest fan of a cartoon show like he's it doesn't creepy it, and he's uncomfortable and i don't like him i liked him in the first uh christmas special the christmas who or whatever that was kind of unexpected and funny and then after that it just got really fucking grating yeah he's uh he's not a great character no he sucks ass like and to the point where if you and i were watching and i was like oh fuck another patchy episode i just skip past it i can't i hate patchy no that's fair I'll, um, g- I'll give you that thank you yay all right so we're off to a good start there are some episodes that I found fucking hilarious. Okay. 
but there's only like five of them. Oh my god, jump off a bridge. <laughs> so yeah. So what are they? Let's go. <sighs> Hold on, I haven't... so Idiot Box is fucking hilarious. I love Idiot Box. Describe that um, one to me. It is, I can... It's the one where the SpongeBob buys a TV just for the box. Oh my, yep, then... <laughs> yep, that's a, that's a perfect episode. I can I can normally like, if I see an image from an episode, I can be like, oh, that's what that episode is. Yeah. But like no, and then like they keep playing with their imagination or whatever inside. That's where the whole rainbow gift comes from. Yeah, imagination. It's that's a really really good one. I like that one. That that one's perfect because there's like the one (laughs) they're doing. They're like mountain climbing. Yes. (laughs) And they cause an avalanche. So he tells them to stop yelling. He's like, "We're going to cause an avalanche," and then you hear this whole fucking avalanche and Squidward's outside, like freaking the fuck out. Well, right, because the box starts shaking because because Squidward kicked it. So that causes the imaginary avalanche, and you see Squidward just getting like progressively more horrified by by the sounds of them getting fucking avalanched upon. Because he's just like, (laughs) "Wait, did I actually just fucking kill them?" And then. Well, it got me even more, like, that was hilarious, but then, like, two minutes later, completely out of context, you hear fucking choppers come in and rescue them. Like, what the fuck? Attention to climbers! We've come to rescue you, and don't worry, we have the saws! Because they're talking about their limbs being frozen, so they yep. have to get their their arms sawed off or, what, sawed off or whatever. Funny. That's, that show's fucking weird. I mean, that episode's fucking weird, but very, very funny. Uh, the other one I liked was the graveyard shift with the... The hash slinging slasher, I think it was. The sash ringing, the dash dinging, the dash ringing. Yes. But in the first part, when they, I think it's when they first uh, start staying open 24 hours at the Krusty Krab, and SpongeBob is like, he's doing everything that he normally does, but it's at night. And then he's like, ow, I burned myself at night. <laughs> and he, he, he does the finger gun with his burnt hand. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's like I said, it's just nonsensical stupidity, and I love it. But sometimes, like, it's not done in moderation, and it was really, like, grating or just stupid for the sake of being stupid, but sometimes it, like, it caught a wave and rode it to where it was actually really funny. Um, for me. I have a different perspective, I think, because I watched all of these in the past month or two, mm-hmm. and you watch them as part of, you know, growing up and having fun and all that fun stuff, so... You've got more of a nostalgia relationship with this than I do. I, I mean, that said, there there was the weekend that Caleb and I were doing DVDs and school together, and while Caleb was asleep, I would watch, I would like marathon SpongeBob episodes. We got to season two, episode eight, in one weekend, and I laughed the whole time. But that's because you've got. A place in your heart for SpongeBob. Do I? Because I also had a place in my heart for Power Rangers, and we saw how that turned out. That's true. That was fucking terrible. So but like, awesomely bad. So do I have a special place in my heart for it? Or is it just that funny? The world may never know. know. <laughs> how many licks does it take to get to the center? Um, Mr. Al, how many licks does it take for you to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Who well, let's find out. A one, a one two, two, a three, three. crunch. See, we do have some overlap with our childhood. Look, 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 everybody, these are commercials that you can find on TV. Also, the cinema. The, so, like, we 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 talked about commercials before. Like, our like what like you and I both say what the French toast a lot oh, from yeah. that Orbitz commercial. I also remember the cinnamon toast crunch commercial with the lifeguard, where it's like, uh, this is Lance the lifeguard. 
He sees oh everything God. at the pool, but can he see why kids love Cinnamon Toast Crunch? And he's like, <laughs> oh, because it's got tan lines. <laughs> and then uh, my other one is the the pizza bite or the pizza bagels commercial where it's like, is it the one where they sing it? Pizza in the morning, pizza, pizza in the, in the evening, evening, pizza at supper time. time. When, when pizza's on, on a bagel, bagel you, you can, can eat pizza, pizza anytime. anytime. Exactly. Wow. We're I love that. Ahead. Yeah. I watched, like I said, I watched a lot of TV as a kid. So you saw like every commercial as a kid. Yeah. Holy but, hell. But yeah, SpongeBob. What are some of your favorite episodes? Uh, Definitely the marching band. I purposely left some. The marching off. band episode is okay. perfect. Why? It's fucking hysterical. So the the concept is that Squidward is, is trying to pretend like he's a big shot to his high school rival Squilliam, and Squilliam's supposed to be uh, performing at the the Bubble Bowl halftime show. So and he's just like, well, I'll sacrifice this in order to watch Squidward fail. So Squidward attempts to get a marching band together, and he he enlists all these people in Bikini Bottom. Well, no no one can play their instruments, so. No one can play any right. instrument. No one can play any instruments. Like even Squidward is like mildly competent as his instrument, but it's just like he's he's too choked up on his reed for his clarinet. As as someone who's played a woodwind instrument, I know exactly what Squidward's problem is. But no one knows how to play any music. So it's just Squidward trying to go through an entire episode of teaching people how to play instruments. Like there's a they're marching through the through Bikini Bottom and they have "Quote unquote flag twirlers because I guess they're two they're two <laughs> guys and Squidward just keep yelling like flag twirlers really get those arms moving and then he's just like flag twirlers and finally they're spinning their flags so fast they take off and they hit a, a nearby blimp and one of the one of the instrumental one of the trumpet players starts playing taps but he can't even play taps right even though it's the simplest fucking song and then it brings us the 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 great Patrick gif is mayonnaise an instrument. <laughs> no, Patrick. Mayonnaise is not an instrument. Wait, pause a second. Patrick raises his hand. Horseradish is not an instrument either. <laughs> it's also not a vegetable. Also not a vegetable. Like. Just like you thought mayonnaise for some reason was a vegetable. I don't... I was just asking. I was hoping I would get no, credit for it. it. It isn't. And then it finally ends, like Squidward... So so also during like the band practice sections, there there's one where it's like... You, you know how people talk loud when they want to... Convince people that they're smart and Plankton just goes, Correct! <laughs> well, maybe if we play loud, people will think we're good. Everybody ready? <laughs> and then it's just this huge wall of sound. And Squidward's face is blown back and his, his conducting stick is, is, is broken in half. And then he's just like, well, uh, new idea. Maybe we should play so quiet that no one can hear us. <laughs> and then and then uh, a, a reference I make to my brother's dog who has like these giant fucking paws oh I thought you were gonna go somewhere else with that Jesus Christ no but uh, like one of the fish is like well maybe if some people weren't playing with big meaty claws <laughs> well these claws ain't just for meeting <laughs> but yeah I dude you do all the voices actually pretty well the, the only person bad. I really can't do well is Sandy and that's because I'm a guy I don't, I don't, I don't do that's, girl that's well logical. voices very well, uh, but yeah, and then 
the it finally ends and them playing the song is them playing a song called the winner takes all and it's this giant arena rock song that is just the most ridiculous number i've ever fucking seen in my life that episode is perfect from from start to finish that episode encompasses everything that's about these characters if you want to see Squidward, there there's very rare occasions where Squidward is actually happy at the end of an episode. This is one of them. Yeah, I heard about something called Squidward torture porn. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, that's basically what it is. Is like Squidward has like Tom syndrome, like taught from Tom and Jerry, where it's like Squidward uh-huh. will rarely get a win, and when he does, it's like significant. And this is one of the wins. What's another one of your ones that you oh, like? Oh God. I know there's one that I purposely left off my list to see if you'd get it. I like the snail races. Dude, that was fucked up. It was fucked up, but... That was so fucked up. How do you treat your animal like that? But... No. Exactly. That's on That's on my worst list because that pissed me well, off Well, so sure, bad. but like what, what bookends it is hilarious. Like the ending for that episode is just so hilarious because it's Spongebob screaming at Gary and Squidward throughout the entire episode has been making fun of Gary being like, he's a mutt. Because Squidward has, like, this new pet snail that's, like, a purebred or whatever. And it turns out, like, his female purebred snail loves Gary or something. And Patrick's also in the race, but his snail is a rock. And Squidward's all of a sudden just, like, at the end of the episode, Squidward's just like, why, wait, well, who, if none of our snails won, who won? And all of a sudden you just hear, and the winner is Rocky! And that's fucking Patrick's quote-unquote snake. Dude, Spongebob was a dick in that episode. He, Fuck Spongebob. He, he was. but uh, the, He was a fucking asshole. My favorite joke throughout that, that episode is everyone gets fucking Squidward's name wrong. Like, his last name wrong. Like, it's like at the beginning it's like, Squidward Tennis Balls? <laughs> and then uh, at the very end it's... Uh, Patrick's like, well, Squidward, I got this. I got this trophy made out to you. Oh, gee, thanks, Patrick. Squidward, Tortellini. <laughs> I fucking hated that episode. That episode. That episode has the best ending. That that, that ending is perfect. Fuck that one. I don't know. There's just so many good ones. There. The sailor mouth one, where they have the dolphin noise over the swearing. That's what I was waiting for you to say. If you want to do a tremendous editing job, you can. You can edit out all of our swear words by putting in the corresponding sound. That's as good as I can do. Or, you know, you can do that trick that I showed yeah. you earlier. Yeah, 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 obviously. <laughs> I'm not going to actually try to make dolphin noises. That's just, that's not going to happen. But no, that was one of the few random times you get, like, swearing on a children's cartoon. Did you know that when they were doing the voice recording, they actually did all the swearing since they knew it was going to come out? Oh, well, yeah. You can, you can clearly tell. Like, you can't. You can't keep going with intensity of a sentence if you, like, block it out. Like, I just saw an Eminem performance of Rap God for the first time at the MTV Music Awards. And he has to take out, he has to, he censors out himself saying, (laughs) but, like, it's still, like, and he's still really good at it. It's just, like, it doesn't carry as much weight because, you know, he's self-censoring. So, like, self-censoring kind of sucks because it, like, takes away any impact. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, they all said, (laughs) yeah, they did. One of my uh, favorite words. One of my favorite part of that get bit is when Mr. Krabs is going through all the swear words, and you see SpongeBob's hand because you like you see him start counting as as Mr. Krabs goes through, and all of a sudden you look down at his hands, uh-huh. and there's thirteen fingers for some <laughs> reason, despite the fact that he hit, he normally has eight. Well, he's he can grow them, so it's okay. 
That's them very off. true. So it's a good, it's a good continuity error. It's not no, a continuity error. No, it's not an error at all. It's not a continuity error. It's not an error at all. It's it's smart writing. That said, in the, in the scene immediately after that, he he, you see him with his regular amount of fingers. He can break them off too. It's fine. I have a a longer list of episodes that really pissed me off. Of course. You know, you know. We watched, we watched one Whoa, together. I'm so fucking triggered on this episode. I can't handle it. I don't remember the name of it. It's the one where they find a baby scallop and SpongeBob and Patrick raise it together. Mm-hmm. And Patrick is the biggest fucking cocksucker in the entire universe in the entire episode. So it's basically like a spoof on like the 1960s nuclear family where the mom's raising the baby and doing all the housework and all the shit while the dad's going to work. And SpongeBob keeps wanting a break. And Patrick's like, oh, I'm too tired. Maybe tomorrow. And you see SpongeBob get more and more fucking broken down and just like fucking just dying. And every day Patrick's like, nope, too hard a day at work. Maybe tomorrow. Then you find out this motherfucker's workday is like going to his house and watching TV all day. Oh, and then the one night he was supposed to come home, he goes out and gets fucking drunk. And come. oh my god, this fucking asshole. I hate him. I hate Patrick. I'm so mad at him. Well, I, I mean, that, so that, is clear, that is clearly a commentary on, like, the 1950s lifestyle where the, the wife would just be, like, her. the wife's job is basically 24 hours a day, but the husband only works, like, eight and then would go get drunk. Like, that's really what it was. That's really what it is mirroring. I mean, so, yeah, like, obviously, like, you get Patrick, who is the idiot, to be the non-sympathetic character because he's an idiot. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Obviously, like, every story is self-contained for the most part. I, in fact, I don't think there's any carryover with anything ever. Because, like, in the SpongeBob movie, they meet Neptune again. And Neptune does not remember SpongeBob from that episode where they're doing the fry cook challenge. Uh-huh. Doesn't remember him at all. I haven't seen the movie. Right. He doesn't remember him at all from that. So it's like, there's no continuity even between the movie and the show. Okay. Yeah, most of the episodes I don't like is when either Patrick's being really, really fucking extra stupid or when Spongebob's being a total fucking dick. Like the party planning episode. A, that was a patchy episode. And it's fucking Spongebob vibes the party planning kit and has the entire party mapped out every minute of it. Just being a complete Nazi about it. It was party pooper pants. That's what it's called. Oh, that reminds me. You remember that one? There was the, what was the one episode? There was an episode where, where Spongebob gets hurt outside. And uh, he just stays indoors because the indoors is the place Oh, it's when he broke his butt, yeah. Yeah. So it it gave us the greatest song of all time, the indoors song. And if and, <laughs> and if anyone has never heard the indoors song, you need to find the indoors song. I'll, I'll cut it in. That way everybody can... It'll be our outro music if you're lucky. I am lucky. I know you. Yeah. What else? Okay, so... Do you have any other episodes that you really like or any that you don't like? I know we talked about off air that I'm going to kick your butt episode not being that great. It's not that great because it's just like, it's kind of a rehash of like the indoors episode. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just Spongebob being a, a, a big baby. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Self-censor contained. Yeah. Big baby. Big baby. Who are some of your favorite characters? And then I guess we can talk about the ones that you don't like. I already told you I don't like fucking Patrick at all. Oh, really? Patrick is one of my favorites because, like, he he is so stupid. However, and this is going to sound political, he is so confident in what he says that SpongeBob is convinced by him. Like, SpongeBob is dumb, but he's not as dumb as Patrick. But Patrick is so confident in himself that he can convince SpongeBob to believe what he is saying. Not unlike someone that is prominent in the world. 
I like Squidward because I've kind of resonated with him as I've gotten older. Mr. Krabs is pretty tremendous bit character, especially the episode where uh, they go out in the fishing boat to find Moby Dollar. I don't remember that one. It might be one that I would tuned out for. Well, yeah, that's a good. That's a good one. It, it's okay. basically, it's basically Jaws because they they take the Jaws theme for it. But uh-huh. like, Mr. Krabs takes them out on a fishing trip. And it's after he gets his millionth dollar, so he takes the guys out on the fishing trip. Oh, I did watch the beginning of that. Yeah, one, yeah. yeah. So, so he loses his mil- his millionth dollar to this clam, and so they spend the rest of the episode finding this clam. And at the end of the show, Mr. Krabs has SpongeBob and Squidward tied up, and you see Mr. Krabs surface at the water with his millionth dollar and his claw in one hand, and then he jumps up onto the deck, and it's just like his head with the arm and just holding out the dollar. It's fucking hilarious. Because that's just that's just everything about Mr. Krabs. He does not care. This is honestly, if you if you don't look at it as a cartoon, all of these characters are terrible people. Yes, it's like it's always Sunny or Seinfeld or Arrested Development. They're all just there's n- almost no redeeming qualities in any of them. They're all pieces of shit. Yeah, pretty much. I but mean, it's a it's a children's cartoon, and you at least like at least they attempt to make it seem like they've learned a lesson at the end of the show. So like the kids are learning, like, hey, I shouldn't actually do this. Yeah, but then they go and do it and don't actually learn from it for the next episode. Well, right, because everything is self-contained. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, these are all assholes. I guess the characters that I like the most, Squidward, I liked, and honestly, I like Plankton. Correct! <laughs> Who do you not like? Sandy. And I know you don't Sandy like and Pearl. Those are my two. Like, And that's going to sound misogynistic, but like Sandy's from Texas, and she's like all the bad parts of Texas. Like, If this show would have allowed guns, Sandy would be shooting guns off every three seconds as well. Like, She is just a caricature of, of how shitty Texas is, and I hate it. Like, I'm not from Texas, but like that, that caricature annoys the fuck out of me. So Sandy sucks. And Pearl's just a teenager, so she sucks. Like... <laughs> I love I love Mrs. Puff, even though she she's not in enough episodes. But like Mrs. Puff is like the the kind of perfect female character because it's just like she's a boating instructor. She's had to deal with SpongeBob forever, and she she's so tired. Like she is basically what Squidward is because Squidward gets SpongeBob while he's at work, but Mrs. Puff gets SpongeBob when he's learning, and he's so incompetent at driving a boat. That she just hate, she just resents him even more that she has to keep seeing him over and over and over again. I have questions. I mean, I guess this is the logic that they don't put in, but Mr. Krabs is not the type to close down. Honestly, every time he's talking about his business hours, he wants to expand. When the fuck does SpongeBob have time to go to school? And why are him and Squidward off on Sundays? Doesn't make any sense. Well, infer on Sundays that Mr. Krabs is one of the uh, devout. And then, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make sense because, like, you've seen in, like, other episodes where Squidward has to, like, man the, the, the grill that he just, like, burns everything. Like, like there's the guys, like, Squidward's making the food after, like, Spongebob loses his confidence with bubble baths. And it's just like, my sandwich tastes like a fried boot. My sandwich is a fried boot. <laughs> like, you see shit like that with Squidward. And it's like, well, how the fuck can Spongebob ever take a day off? It, he can't. It doesn't make sense. There's no way. And Squidward's the worst fucking employee in the entire universe. He's fucking awful. Like you learned in the Mr. Krabs uh, Krusty Krab training video. Oh my god. That Actually, that that, that <laughs> might be the best episode. I don't know. That episode's so Ooh. good. Is there anything that you don't actually like about this show? 
Well, like I said, Sandy. No, Pearl. I don't mean characters. I mean like the show as a whole. Um, not really. I, I mean, I can I can pretty much be an apologist for anything about this show. Like I can explain it away as just being like it's a kids' cartoon, whatever. So, <laughs> no, I there there isn't anything that I don't like about this show, especially because it's just like idiot dumb fun and it's all self-contained within their own 12 minute arcs like this show is just dumb and i love it it's the perfect show to turn my brain off to despite the fact oh, that's that, for sure despite the fact that i can uh, that i will watch intently see no i this is the perfect show for me to have on in the background if there's nothing else i need to be paying attention to Maybe it's something that will grow on me with subsequent viewings, but I feel like after watching 60 episodes, I got a good enough sampling, and there are certain episodes I would watch over and over again, but for the most part, uh... Yeah, I would not recommend I just, going I past... I don't hate it, I just don't love it. Yeah, I would not recommend going past the third season, because like I said, I, I don't know if we caught this on audio, but like uh, the creator of the show left after the movie, so and the movie was right after season three. So basically, if you watch the first three seasons and then the movie, you have all all the SpongeBob that you need. And from there, it was just like, well, this is still like Nick went. Well, this is still popular. We'll still credit the guy, obviously, but we'll just keep producing this because everyone else is staying. Yeah, I mean, it's Nickelodeon's longest running show ever. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck, booey for them. All right, Dan, are you ready to play Mary Bang Kill? Uh, yes. All right, go. Mary Bang Kill. Who are you uh, going to do? Mary Mr. Krabs for his money. Bang. Sk- handsome Squidward. Handsome Squidward. I knew it! Handsome Squidward. fucking hen- He is... Hentai joke! Hentai joke! Exactly. No, but like Handsome Squidward is like way later. That is a way later episode. That's one of the few like excellent ones after after the uh, the initial run. And then obviously Kill Sandy. That's not even a question. Uh, I'll give I'll give Pearl a chance to mature uh, from being a teenager. So she doesn't she doesn't draw my ire of death immediately, but yeah, she's awful. All right, I'm going to marry Squidward. Okay, because he and I can be salty together. I'm gonna good. bang Mr. Krabs. Ashley, is that a good pun? Ashley, good news. What? I'm Squidward. <laughs> don't ever do that again. I don't actually find him sexy. <laughs> If I could pull out my nose like SpongeBob did, please don't. Oh my god, that reminds me of the episode with when they're all Squidward. <laughs> when, Squid, when it's like when when Squid, when SpongeBob's like it's opposite day. Oh god, the opposite day episode. That actually that actually might be the best front to back episode. A, that's actually a good episode because Fuck. in the, in that episode, Squidward's trying to move. So in order to convince SpongeBob to behave for a day, so he can sell his house to a realtor. He tells him that it's opposite day, so he wants SpongeBob to be quiet and out of the way, which is what SpongeBob even says. He's like, "Oh, so I should be quiet and out of the way." So, <laughs> and SpongeBob's eventually like, "Well, wait. The opposite of SpongeBob is," and then he like takes his belt off, like belts off part of and his head, pulls it around pulls his down head, his, yeah. pulls down his nose, like I must become Squidward. So he becomes Squidward, and then he starts showing the realtor lady around Squidward's house, and then Patrick shows up to be Squidward, and then Squidward shows up being Squidward, <laughs> and they're all Squidward. I thought he's, you were talking about the episode he's where they... Squidward. He's Squidward. I'm Squidward. We're all Squidward. I fucking love that. Oh, my God. That, uh, that and Marching Band, those two might be the two most perfect episodes. Oh, yeah? You already said, oh, yeah. wait, there was one that I mentioned that you said was perfect, too. 
I love that you don't even pay attention no, when you talk. I told, I've warned everybody. Everybody knows that I have the memory of a goldfish. I don't. I don't even know what I just said. Goldfish. Two seconds is all I got. Oh, and I'm going to murder Patrick brutally, in front of all of his friends. I, I figured to be. I, I figured to be Patrick. It yeah, doesn't hurt that my ex boyfriend's name's Patrick from high school or from college. So let's just murder the fuck out of him. Boom. I shake my head. Yeah, on a on an audio medium, it's really good to have visual cues. Right, that's why that's why I said I'm shaking my head. <laughs> that's why you narrate. Yeah, I, I have to narrate things I do in my life. Note note that when you were on our show, I had to narrate that when I forget what you said, but like Caleb and I both had this like super incredulous look, but they both looked different. So I had to narrate that we I forget what I said. we both had these this dumb look, and I'm like Caleb and I have two distinctly different looks. However, they both mean the same thing. I do not remember what I said. Which I is even... very much in character for me, so there you go. Dan, tell everybody where they can find you and your show just in case they didn't catch it earlier. All right, well, you can find us on the Podfix Network. That's podfixnetwork.com, where you can find other great shows such as Rabbit Ears, Epic Film Guys, Shaken Not Nerd, and others. And Podfix Presents, which is currently in fantasy football. How are you doing in your fantasy football, by the way? I'm seven and three. What I've happened? Lost, I lost three of, three of the last four. Well, okay, so... One week uh, against Brayton, I would have won had I not not started Leonard Fournette. Like if Leonard Fournette, like so, one of my running backs wasn't playing that day, and I didn't know about it until it was too late. So I couldn't start someone else in his place. If I did start someone else in his place, I would have beaten Brayton. Then I can't remember what happened the next week. I lost that week too, and then. I want to week. Oh no, that was the week that fucking Wes scored the most points that anyone has scored out of in the entire league all year. He scored 160 points, and I still was within 15 points of him. Oh, Jesus I would have lost to nobody else that week if if I wasn't playing if I wasn't playing Wes. Like anybody else, I would have beaten. I just lost to just West, just West, just West. <laughs> just West. Weast. I'm calling him West just, from now on. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, West. Oh. East? I thought you said West. That's West Patrick. You're fired again. That's a good one too. That's a really good episode. That's the that's the Dutchman's treasure. The amount of references I have from SpongeBob are They're out of numerous. this world. Holy out of this world. Shit. It's like other people fill their brains with things like I don't know necessary information. I do also have necessary information. I know you do. This is why I want to commit Sudoku. Nope. I know he won't let me anymore, uh, but but back on to Netflix and Swill. You can find the Netflix and Swill <laughs> podcast on your podcatchers of choice, with the exception of Stitcher. Uh, right now, Stitcher is fucking up both me and so I'm married to Movie, Movie Geek. Geek. So we both suggest that you tell Stitcher to fuck off, stop downloading your episodes on there, and find something else because fuck Stitcher. You they, can download the Podbean app for free. Uh, you you sure could, actually we are both on Podbean, so yeah, you can do yeah, that. I know you can do That's that. That's why I said it. Um. Yeah, we, we we've been going back and for, well, Winters has been going back and forth with Podbean, and they keep giving him like different bu- or not Podbean Stitcher, but he keep they keep giving him bullshit, stupid reasons as to why it's not working, and he, they're just like maybe if you turned your feed uh, back from like three hundred episodes to two hundred episodes, and Winters is like, I don't even have two hundred episodes. What the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't even have a hundred. What are they doing? Yeah. So I don't I don't know. No one no one knows what's what's up with with Stitcher and our shows but apparently they hate us or something send an angry email oh no i'm just not no not you the listeners yeah and then maybe they'll maybe then they'll actually you know fucking do something uh but you can find our shows social media on facebook and twitter at netflix and swill that's the letter n 
instead of and because some jackass took and swill. Like, we're making the account and, like, we look and, like, somebody made an account, like, the day before of Netflix and swill. And it's like a parked account. Like, nobody uses it. But Dude, there's another rabbit ears. It has pictures of fuzzy ducks on it. I guess that makes sense. Anyways. But yeah. I don't know. Fuzzy rabbit. Hashtag fuzzy rabbit. Love you, fuzzy. Uh, but yeah, that's that's our show. That's that's what we do. We we watch Netflix, so we're kind of like a current rabbit ears, you know, where we watch current Netflix stuff. And uh, but you're only limited. You're limited to what's on Netflix, but there's so much on fucking Netflix. There there is. Like we we mainly stick to originals, but like we'll watch like movies every now and then of like other shit. Like because I can't watch serial shows of things that aren't Netflix shows because. I'm already fucking busy enough. There's no way I could keep up with any of that stuff. Like, as of, like, before recording, this weekend we have Punisher and Mudbound. Next week we have Frontier. The following week we have Glitch. The following week after that is The Crown. Like, oh, fuck, Punisher is in two days, isn't it? Is. It is. So, like, we have a ridiculous schedule that I don't wish upon anybody, and I don't even wish upon ourselves. Fortunately, Glitch comes out on Tuesday as opposed to a Friday, so that's nice. Hooray. No shit. But, yeah. That's that's what we put ourselves through for the entertainment of the people. Well, we appreciate it. Or at least I do. I can't speak for the rest of the people. I don't know their lives. I don't know them. But anyways, you guys who are listening, thank you for tuning in. You can leave both myself and Rabbit Ears or Dan and Netflix and Swill and iTunes Apple Podcast review if you're feeling so inclined. That's it. That's that's you the one. Apple Podcasts, not, not iTunes. Yeah. Whatever. Leave us an Apple Podcast review. Leave any review. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'll appreciate it, but I won't give you anything. So thank you very much. We'll give you stuff. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're Nat- closing. Dan will give you we're stuff. We're closing in on 25 Apple podcast reviews, which means once we get 25, we're going to do a giveaway. We got someone rated us. Like we got another rating, but they didn't attach a review to it. So it's just like, okay, well this counts, but you're not going to get anything. Dude, like, I wrote two reviews, so I'm I, in there I, twice. You know who else wrote two you? reviews? Nick. Nick. Oh yeah, he did. Fuck Nick. So you, so you guys. Well, I'm, I'm gonna merge you guys into like you. You're just both gonna have one chance. Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the the death stare I just got from Ashley. It was more of like shock. Like what the fuck, dude? No, I'm BT Dubs still waiting you, you, on your iTunes Apple podcast review. I'm bad with Anyways, words. Anyways, I'm just gonna let it hang awkwardly like that. That's what she said. I, I, I'm bad with words. You just type in plus sixty seven. It'll be fine. That's an inside joke. <laughs> no one, no one, but you and I will get That's that. That's fine. All right, this is uh, this is the end of the show. So, the end. Bye. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at PodfixNetwork.com. Let's sing our own song about the joy of staying indoors. I know of a place where you never get harmed. A magical place with magical charms. Indoors, indoors, indoors. Take it away, Penny. That Penny has the most beautiful voice. I don't have the picture on me, but there's a, a there's a picture on my Facebook of me looking like a, an absolute fucking nerd, and that is from seventh grade, actually. So 
looking at that picture, you will understand that I was not exactly the most popular person with the ladies. Cut to this Dexter's Lab episode where he's trying to learn French, and the only thing he can say is omelette du fromage, which, Caleb, shut the fuck up. We know it's omelette au fromage because that's actually proper French. Do is something completely different. But, so, there's a there's a scene where he's on the basketball court during recess, and he starts he starts saying omelette du fromage to these girls, and they're just like, oh, Dexter, French is the language of love. So, in an effort for me to try to get more girls, I took French class because of... Because of what, Dexter's one, lab? Because of Dexter's <laughs> lab. <laughs> and how helpful has that been so far? Not... Because everyone else was, like took the practical, like all the girls took like the practical route yep. and did like Spanish. Like I did. Yeah, and so now I feel like an, well, I don't feel like an idiot because I know French. Do you still like? like fr- can you still speak it? Yeah, uh, like here and there. Yeah. I don't. I don't use it that often. Well, also, I figured like I was. I'm in Pittsburgh, so that's like close enough to like French Canada that it was like, oh, this might be useful. No, no, just not, not even remotely. I can't believe you. That- yeah. So your entire fucking how, how many language years did you have to take? Uh, let's see, five. <laughs> plus I took a plus I took a sixth year in college, so I took so six years is based off of me trying to get girls. <laughs> and from one episode of Dexter's Lab. Yeah, one one episode of Dexter's Lab influenced my life. Well, which I guess this makes sense as to why my parents didn't want me watching like Boy Meets World and wrestling because if like one episode <laughs> of a cartoon. You know, influences my life that much. Who knows what could have happened? Jesus Christ. I mean, my brother and I still put each other in, like, wrestling holes. Like, there was there was a day where we were downstairs in the basement, and we were th- throwing uh, Chris Benoit's finisher, which oh, is the Crippler Crossface on each other. Well, right, he you, you really can't talk about no. him because he murdered his, yeah, he murdered his family. But, like, we were, throw- we were putting each other... Like, I put my friend Corey in the walls of Jericho... <laughs> You know, we we put like we perform wrestling moves on each other all the time, and not knowing that how not knowing how they did it to make it you know not as painful as we as we were making it on each other. Boys do that though. Well, yeah, we're, guys are dumb. You said it. I guess it explains a lot that you know one Dexter's Lab episode has influenced my life so much that I, my parents didn't want me watching anything else. No, they probably should have not let you watch any TV because I'm surprised you haven't tried to like. You know, get any Zords and go hang out with creepy floating heads. 